Welcome back to Navigating the Book of Navigation, the undergraduate-produced podcast series at Boston College. My name is Gage Higgins, and I'll be introducing this episode today. This podcast presents a fantastic rebuttal to a Eurocentric view of 16th century geopolitical affairs, and astutely notes the forceful impact of the reality of Ottoman territory at the crux of global trade. The Ottomans inherited remarkable control of transcontinental trade routes and had substantial influence over the flow of goods in and out of Europe. This pressured Western European powers, in particular, to find alternate routes to the riches in Asia. European monarchs poured enormous sums of money into explorations to find such a passage, Columbus's being the most famous. Yet, as this group illustrates, the historical narrative often neglects to recognize the credit that is due to the Ottomans in driving the European movement to the Americas. The taste of salt danced upon the tip of my tongue as I licked my lips under the warm summer sun. A taste that could only come from the combination of the ocean breeze and the sweat which dripped down my cheekbone. It's been weeks since we set off on this voyage, with men falling ill along the way. The sun seems to be rising longer and longer as the days draw on. I peered out over the front of La Santa Maria staring into the endless fog. I noticed the sea beneath me and realized how easily I could fall in, how quickly my hard work could be taken away, how swiftly these ships could be engulfed by the fury of the Atlantic, drowning us on our journey to the East Indies, an opening to trade around our neighbors, an opportunity to keep up with the threatening power with which we are surrounded. Hi everyone, my name is Alexa Lombardi and I'm a sophomore at Boston College taking a course called Podcasting the Ottomans. The story you just listened to was my personal interpretation of Columbus seeing what would come to be known as the New World for the first time. I'll be interviewing three of my classmates today who have each studied Columbus, the New World, and the Ottoman Empire in their own regard. Emily Popolik, Liam Murphy, and Victoria Miller. In this episode, we're going to correct some common misconceptions to do with Columbus's discovery of the New World, and shed light on the Ottoman Empire's activity during that time period. The question is, were the Ottomans aware of the new discoveries and were they a part of the scramble for a new land? In this episode, we'll attempt to answer these questions by examining some 16th century Ottoman geographical and cartographical works, specifically the 1513 world map of the navigator Piri Reis and the book entitled The New Report, written by a scholar by the name of Saudi a work that was reissued later anonymously under a new title, The History of the West Indies. These works help us understand the conditions of the Ottoman Empire and its challenges in the competition with rival empires like the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Habsburgs, and the Safavids. Before we explore these works, let's clear up some misconceptions from our own education about Columbus's voyages and the discovery of the New World. I'm beyond excited to have you all here, and thank you so much for sitting down to talk with me today. Hey, Alexa. It's great to be here. I actually took this class because I think making a podcast is really cool, 
And I'm excited for the opportunity to sit down and talk about the Ottomans. Yeah, I completely agree. I definitely feel prepared to discuss this topic, but this is my first time podcasting. So I hope my voice projects well through these microphones. <laughs> but seriously, I'm excited to be here. I'm sure you'll sound great, Liam. I was interested in expanding into Ottoman history since I'm an international studies major. And so much of my prior education has been in European history. I've had the same experience in my history class as Victoria. Today, I'd love if we can make a connection between the general knowledge we all have a background in regarding Columbus and his discovery of the New World to the Ottoman Empire through some of the sources we've been studying this semester. So to start off the conversation for today, are there any common misconceptions about Columbus or the Ottomans that we want to clear up? Well, to set our frame of reference, Columbus' discovery of the New World was in a way an accident. Most people believe he had some sort of intuition that there was this new world out there with great opportunity awaiting, and he set across the big blue sea with his 90 crewmen to find exactly what he expected. His intent was to find a western sea route to the East Indies because the Mediterranean route was no longer readily available with the rise of the Ottoman Empire. Exactly. In the late 15th century, the Ottomans had expanded quite deep into southeastern Europe, with influence in the eastern Mediterranean and the Indian Ocean. They had absolutely no trouble getting access to spices, for example, from the East Indies. In fact, they were quite the stepping stone for Western powers, such as Portugal and Spain, who wanted to access these trade routes. Yeah, Columbus did not set off with his ships and crews to find the Americas and start claiming territory. He was hoping to find a trade route that would make it possible to trade around the Ottoman Empire. There's such a common vision of Columbus as this hero who found the New World, but no one ever remembers why he was traveling there in the first place and how this relates back to the Ottoman Empire and their power over the world during this time period. I'd love to turn our attention toward the Ottomans and their decision to remain mainly local. As we know, there was a race for land when the discovery of the New World was made, and I'm curious why the Ottomans, one of the most powerful empires, chose not to expand. Well, I think it's important to mention first that the land discovered, we didn't know it was new. No one knew it was new at the time. So Columbus took the opportunity to trade with indigenous people, and he brought animals like horses to exchange for native goods and resources. But it wasn't until after he died that anyone realized it was a whole new continent. And that is when the real scramble for territory started. But let's go back to your question, Alexa. Despite the Ottomans being aware of the European powers attempting colonization, there are reasons why the expansion was not seen as necessary or feasible. I think we should just mention the uh, geographical challenges. The Ottoman navigator, Piri Reis's 1513 map, really shows that these geographical obstacles made finding a route to the New World a daunting challenge. Spain and Portugal had a firm grasp on access to the Atlantic Ocean, essentially barring eastern powers from getting through the strait connecting the Atlantic to the Mediterranean. If the Ottomans felt pressured enough to take part in this colonization, they were faced with two options, and neither of these were appealing enough to motivate large-scale maritime expeditions or colonial efforts. Their first option, would be to use their routes through the Indian Ocean and travel around Africa. Crazy, right? Their only other solution would be to claim land all the way up to Morocco. This would put them on the Atlantic and allow them to take a similar route to Columbus himself. It's just not, quite frankly, worth it for the Ottomans. At this point, the discovered land was just like any other land except unclaimed, and the Ottomans had no trouble expanding into claimed land before. So why rush to go through all that effort without any driving force? 
Not to mention, with the Habsburg monarchy to the north and the Safavid Empire out east, expansion to the New World was just not the top of their list. The whole reason that the Ottomans were even able to expand into Habsburg land is that their western colonies were draining all their resources, and this was taking too much attention away from their Mediterranean land. And the Mediterranean at the time was regarded as one, if not the most, important trade routes, so it's likely the Ottomans just wanted to center their power there. Yeah, and to be completely honest, the sultans of the Ottoman Empire could not imagine how this land could endanger their position of power in the east. I mean, think about it. How were they supposed to know that power would shift west with this new land? Wow, so from the perspectives of the Ottomans, geography and overall influence gave them really no reason to believe that expanding west was necessary or even smart. So it would make sense why they would stick to their current trade routes and location. Yeah, and Piri Reis' 1513 world map is really what helps us come to these conclusions. You've all mentioned this map a couple times now. Do you think you could just expand on it for the audience? Yeah, for sure. So the 1513 map that we're talking about is really just the only surviving piece of a way bigger world map from the time. And it's heavily influenced by maps that Portuguese sailors made on their journeys west. So in a way, Columbus contributed to this map himself. The western land on the map isn't really classified as a new world or some new discovery. It's drawn in as an extension of Asia. And we don't really know when people started to think about this land as a whole new continent instead of just new Asia. But it likely means that Piris didn't on purpose deny the new world. He was just unaware of its exact position. Yes, and while the maps themselves give us a vast amount of information, the capability of the Ottomans to produce such detailed maps goes to show how sophisticated their empire truly was. The evidence is their complex legal system, possession of and efficient use of gunpowder technology, and production of high literature, furthering this point that the Ottomans had no fear that there would be a shift of power with the discovery of some new land. I'd like to shift our focus to a different topic in relation to the Ottomans in the New World. Could you all expand on the Ottomans ruling class's reaction to Columbus's discovery of the New World? Yeah, so earlier we kind of talked about why it didn't make sense for Ottomans to participate in this kind of global competition, but that doesn't really mean that they weren't interested in it. If you look at an Ottoman work called The New Report by the 16th century Ottoman scholar Suudi, you'll see that he was advocating for Ottomans to join the scramble for the New World, even if it meant war with Spain. This agenda was met with a lot of opposition from the other half of the Ottoman court who preferred peace instead of inevitable war that would come with the colonization effort. Despite the debates, though, neither side was really aware that the colonized land was a new continent, and they still thought it was part of the East Indies and South Asia. There's actually some evidence in the book's illustrations which show Native Americans with South Asian features, and this serves to show that the New World was perceived as really just an extension of Asia. Most readers of the book never would get the opportunity to see the New World themselves, and so it was probably a driving force in forming opinions among elites of what and where the New World was. So, I think that this source is especially interesting. The New Report has these illustrations that are really important to understand how the Ottomans felt about the discovery of the New World, and it brings to the surface some really interesting conflicting opinions. And to reiterate what Emily said, the original version of the book advocates Ottoman colonization of the New World. However, it was the pacifists at court, those who did not want war against Spain, that won the day and the Ottomans abandoned the idea of joining the scramble for the Americas. Thereafter, the book that was called The New Report was reissued 
anonymously without a colonial message and became known as the history of the West Indies. Speaking of the competition with Spain over the New World, the politics of some of the illustrations in the new report are actually really cool. There's an illustration of Ferdinand II of Aragon receiving Columbus in the summer of 1493. And what makes it so unusual is because the author, who is an Ottoman Muslim, acknowledges the power of the Spaniards. The text explaining the illustration is a quote that Ferdinand says, If my wish comes true, I shall see your desire as well. I shall give you whatever it is you want or ask for. And here Ferdinand's desire is understood in relation to Muslim rule in Spain, which he had just ended and in which Columbus had participated. So in the quote, Ferdinand's motivation for supporting Columbus's voyage is really seen as connected to Muslim rule. And whether these were the intentions of Ferdinand or not, the author of the new report wishes to demonstrate to the Ottomans that Ferdinand and Columbus's cooperation is meant against Muslims. So this is Ferdinand speaking directly to Columbus, and he's saying if he can push all the Muslims out of Spain, he'll help Columbus out in his Western exploration. Ferdinand is portrayed as a mighty sovereign, despite the fact that he is a Christian monarch. Someone well-versed in the Ottoman political philosophy would recognize that only those blessed by the divine are supposed to become mighty sovereigns. So, this illustration becomes a visual symbol of God's implied support for Ferdinand. By showing this illustration, Saudi acknowledges the sovereignty of Ferdinand and, implicitly, the victory of Christianity by God's grace. So, coming from the enemy, that is, an Ottoman Muslim, such an acknowledgement would be outrageous to the Ottoman sultan and courtiers. It's safe to say that this illustration is especially interesting because it's such a subversive idea. I can imagine it would have been ridiculed and could have been seen as support for Christians and their actions and poor representation of Muslims. Exactly, Alexa. And there actually is some evidence for that. In the original image, the faces of Columbus and Ferdinand are smudged. My interpretation is that there is clearly a defacement undertaken by a later reader of the text, which was no doubt on purpose to show their hatred for the peace. Who actually did this is unknown to us today because naturally there are so many people who would disagree with this illustration. Wow, thank you for sharing that. I hadn't looked too deeply into these illustrations before. Maybe we could elaborate on what it means to be backed by God for our audience in helping them learn about an important aspect of the competition between these early powers. So, in terms of imperial competition, everybody thought that their god was on their side. So, the competition between Spain and the Ottomans translated into a rivalry between righteous religions. For the Spanish, their victories in the New World were a vindication of their expulsion of the Muslims from Spain and the righteousness of Christianity. So, for Saudi, the author of the new report, the Ottomans, despite their diverse population, need to step up their efforts to show Islam to be the true religion. And I think it's really interesting how Islam played a role in the Ottoman domination, because we see the role of Catholicism in Columbus's expedition and the expeditions of a ton of other European empires. Many believed that the duty of Columbus was to spread Catholicism, and he was actually contracted by the Spanish monarchy to do that. And we see him doing this with extreme measures such as violent and forced assimilation of Native Americans and the capturing of slaves, while, as we know, Ottoman sultans rarely attempted religious uniformity. I completely agree. It's uncommon in my research to see the Ottomans impose their belief, contrary to Columbus, but both did believe that it was their God's blessing that allowed them to conquer new lands. I was unaware that both Columbus and the Ottomans felt they were gifted with the opportunity to spread their religion around the world. I always thought they felt inclined to do so because of their devotion to the religion, but I didn't realize they saw it as an opportunity they were being handed by God or Allah. 
Thank you, Liam, Emily, and Victoria, for joining me today to discuss the Ottomans, the New World, and Columbus, and finding connections between these topics. I've never studied any one historical topic so intensely, and I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope the listeners of the Hogman History Podcast enjoyed the segment. Until next time.